I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network, the cosplay traveling fascist circus known as a Trump rally arrived Saturday in Youngstown, Ohio. Donald Trump scheduled one of these rallies at the exact same time as an Ohio State football game in Ohio. The rally was held, as I mentioned, in Youngstown and represented consistent with prior uh, Trump cosplay fascist circus rallies, the worst that America has to offer, the demeaning, the cult-like behavior, and frankly, it just gets worse with each and every rally. We're going to break down what took place at the rally, and first, just the disclaimer of why we cover these rallies at the Midas Touch Network. We cover it to call it out, to condemn it, to flag the threat of fascism, to demonstrate how absurd and offensive these rallies are, and to point out to the silent majority of Americans out there who just want to go about their lives in a normal fashion and not deal with this extremist idiocracy, we need to point out the threat we are all being confronted with by MAGA extremism, which is now the Republican Party. And time after time, actually, at this rally, Trump called out the Republican Party and frankly made a distinction between Trump, MAGA Party, and Republican, said, my, me, my candidates are crushing Republicans. Republicans are doing lousy. The goal here by Trump and MAGA is to totally obliterate the Republican Party and replace it with Trump's name on everything. That is actually what exists now. Trump just wants to remove any of the veneer that the Republican Party still exists and utterly flush it out. And we saw that in the speech and rally today over and over again. So let's start with the before the rally. And so before the speech outside um, the right wing radical extreme networks that cover these Trump rallies, interview the people who are there. They're all dressed up in costumes that they go around and follow uh, Trump and follow these fascist traveling circus uh, cult gatherings. So here's the first one. This is an individual who's being interviewed. And uh, for those who are just listening on audio, she's just wearing these like uh, American flags everywhere and American flag like uh, hair pieces. I, I can't even describe what this costume is. Uh, but in any event, she says that, am I allowed to say this? I'm a January 6th defendant. She's a January 6th defendant. And she said this costume is a Halloween costume, but she wears it anyway. Here, play this clip. I served the Air Force for 21 years. I'm a January 6th defendant. Can we say that? And I wrote a poem called We're Ready to Fight. I have a copy I'll give to you. Oh, that sounds great. You look fantastic. What prompted the outfit? I started this after the election was stolen. I actually had bought it as a Halloween costume. And I was in Arizona doing a Patriot party out there. And my costume was in Abilene, Texas. So I was like, I need to find a reason to wear it. So the first time I wore it was November of 2021. And 
a maggot car rally, and then it just became a thing, and now I wear it to all the events. Well, it is great. You look fantastic. It's energizing. I think people are excited. Here was another uh, clip I wanted to point out where one of these radical extreme networks asked a person, and she said she traveled five and a half hours to get to this Trump rally, and one of the things the radical right network host wanted her to say is that the gas prices were high, but actually gas prices have declined for nearly 100 days. Um, They have decreased dramatically right now and are at tolerable levels and more than tolerable levels, although gas prices being high at all is something that is obviously still frustrating, but Biden's confronted the issue and gas prices have been reduced dramatically. One of the themes we see also is uh, at this uh, cosplay rally, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Trump like rooting for gas prices to go back up again, even though Biden managed to get it under control and to address and confront the uh, situation. But the person who the host interviews, she says, yeah, and actually my gas prices weren't that bad getting here because Biden fixed it. Play the clip. From Indiana, how long was that drive? Uh, five hours and 20 minutes. Not too Thank bad, you. but I'm sure the gas prices were bad. Well, uh, you know, wasn't too bad. <laughs> okay, so that's outside. I could show you a hundred more clips like that. I'm going to spare you right here. We go inside. The opening act, um, The one of the first speakers is someone named J.R. Majewski. He is running for uh, Congress for Ohio's 9th Congressional District, J.R. Majewski. He participated in the January 6th insurrection. He has shared Q material. One of the things he was known for is like making these gigantic Trump 2020, but he puts the Q instead of the zeros for the 2020 and made it big. That's one of his claims to fame is promoting QAnon. This is who the MAGA Republicans have running against a long-serving Democratic representative, Marcy Kaptur, who's actually, there's a new congressional seat. It's the 9th Congressional District of Ohio, but you have J.R. Majewski, or however he pronounces it, running against Marcy Kaptur. So he January 6th insurrectionist or someone who was at January 6th who supports and shares QAnon material running against a Democratic candidate who helps Ohioans and fights for people's jobs and actually focuses on the issue. Um, so J.R. Majewski, um, he starts off, and this is one of the Republican talking points. They, um, the pronouns uh, really bother them. And so, you know, Ted, Ted Cruz, when he gives his speeches, he always starts off, my pronouns are shut the hell up like an idiot. Um, Here, J.R. Majewski, here's the clip where he says, my pronouns are patriot and ass kicker. Uh, He then goes on, well, I'll play you the clip and then I'll comment on it. Here you go. How's everybody doing today? I hope you're just as excited as me to see the greatest president that the country has ever seen, Donald Trump. So for those of you that don't know me, my name is J.R. Majewski, and my pronouns are patriot and ass kicker. That's right. Folks, I love God, I love my family, and I love this country. And I'm sorry, Joe Biden, I'll never apologize for having the will to fight for all three. How many veterans we got in here? Police officers, stand up. Let's give you a round of applause. 
Yeah. Tell you what, speaking at a rally for a guy like me that grew up in uh, Toledo, Ohio, I got eagle bumps. We don't get we don't get goosebumps here. If you're at a Trump rally, you get eagle bumps. Am I right? I mean, when I watch that, it's just so incredibly embarrassing. Embarrassing. This is who MAGA Republicans want to make decisions that control your life and my life. There was just another point. In addition to him being an idiot and saying, um, my pronouns are patriot and ass kicker. <laughs> In addition to that, uh, he goes, Biden, I'm sorry. I will not apologize. I found that funny. He goes, I'm sorry. He apologizes and then says, I will not apologize. And then at the end, obviously saying, we get eagle bumps if you support Trump. It's not just goosebumps. We get eagle bumps. I mean, this stuff is beyond parody and it's dangerously beyond parody because people like that are the ones who are uh, being in positions of power by MAGA Republicans uh, and making decisions that ultimately impact our lives. That's how dangerous and extreme MAGA Republicans are. Um, then Jim Jordan uh, took the uh, mic or tried to step up to the mic, but he wasn't tall enough to reach the mic. So here I'll just show you this photograph of Jim Jordan. He couldn't reach the microphone, so I'm not sure if he was even able to speak. For those audio listeners, it's just a photo of Jim Jordan and the microphone is positioned like eight inches above his head. So the microphone is at his forehead and he's looking up and speaking up. So that's Jim Jordan. No, no contribution there. Um, and then Marjorie Taylor Greene. It's probably better that Jim Jordan uh, couldn't reach the microphone. Definitely better. Then Marjorie Taylor Greene. Um, so Marjorie Taylor Greene, this is her important line right now, um, that the future of the Republican Party that's what she says. This is the theme they're pushing. The future of the Republican Party is to loyally follow one man, Donald Trump. And of course, she then spreads the election disinformation, which is just total disgusting. Oh, we won. We won this. We won that. Total BS. But this is what she says. The future of the Republican Party is to loyally follow one man. What a disgraceful platform. What a cult to loyal to loyally follow on. How about to help our country? How about to help all Americans? How about to come together as a nation and to fight the issues that plague our country? No. The future of the Republican Party is to loyally follow one man and pledge allegiance to him. You think I'm joking here? Play the clip of what she actually said. The future under Republicans is America first protects freedoms for all, reigns in the federal government, and loyally follows the one true leader of the Republican Party, and you know who that is. He's the one we elected in 2016, the one we re-elected in 2020, who won the election, by the way. And then I'll just show you one other clip here, Marjorie Taylor Greene, because cheap gas 
is here again, and that pisses them off because they are trying to run economic terrorism against our country. They're actively trying to harm us, like with the Greg Abbott border stunts where he tries to prevent uh, trade from coming in and what the Republicans were trying to do at the northern border with Canada to try to provoke the shutdown and bridges to stop our commerce because that's how you own the libs, by destroying the United States economy. These MAGA extremists just make me so angry. It boils my blood how anti-American, how extreme, how disturbing they are here. Here's the clip of Marjorie Taylor Greene saying, we know cheap gas won't last. But we know that cheap gas, it won't last, will it? No. You want to know why? Democrats all worship the climate just like AOC. But let me tell you something. We worship God. We worship God. That's Marjorie Taylor Greene. And then uh, as uh, Trump, before Trump uh, takes the podium, this is a common theme at these fascist cosplay rallies. They then play the Undertaker music. That's that's the theme song before he shows up. They play the Undertaker music because they want to create this American carnage, dystopian view to rile up the people there. It's done very intentionally to try to scare the people, to scare the people into taking violent, disturbing extremist actions and to vilify and villainize Democrats and to treat Democrats as, you know, and 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 Republicans also, who they label rhinos as the biggest enemy that exists in the world. And that the only person who can fix it is dear leader, is the cult leader Trump. It's all all of that showmanship that exists there is to rile up this crowd in that cult-like trance and to try to scare the shit out of them so that they can then call them to action to do things like the insurrection. That's psychologically what's going on here. Play the Undertaker music. Yeah, what you just heard is that's the crowd waiting for Trump as the Undertaker music plays in loop. Um, so then Trump takes the podium. He arrives and he starts by giving the election disinfo where he says they didn't lose. He says, uh, but here's the here's the thing I want to really highlight. So not only does it go, we didn't lose. You did lose by millions of votes. You got destroyed in the electoral college and you got destroyed in the popular vote by huge, huge, huge margins. It wasn't even freaking close. So he spreads the election disinfo and says, oh, we didn't lose despite losing by the record margins. But here's the thing too that he says, and we're not even really focused so much on Democrats here, which he is, but he goes, we are leading Republicans by record numbers. The GOP is not doing well. Here, play this clip. We got 12 million more and we lost. We didn't lose. We lost in their imagination. And we're leading Biden now in all the polls and we're leading also all Republicans by record numbers. The Republicans are not doing too well. And again, if you're not a MAGA, extremist. You are a rhino in their view. 
And here, one of the things that MAGA wants to do is they want to purge the Republican Party of anyone who doesn't loyally pledge allegiance to Trump. And that's what Trump is talking about there. Then Donald Trump says he came up with the word caravans. Here, play this clip. What's the problem, sir? I said, well, you won't take these horrible convicts and other people that you released into our country illegally and you put them in caravans. I came up with that term, by the way. That was my term, like fake news and lots of other terms we came up with. <laughs> crooked Hillary. We came up with crooked Hillary. We came up with a lot of terms. I mean, the most delusional, strange cult leader in the world. He came up with the word caravans. And here's another clip. So here he says, this is where he ca just casually refers to immigrants as murderers and rapists. Here, play this clip. You know, when we load up a plane and they put planes on their runway so we couldn't land the plane, they wouldn't let buses cross the border. They played very tough. You know, they're streetwise, they're smart. They don't want to have these people. They're criminals. Many of them are murderers, rapers. You know, he's used the line before where he's referred to immigrants as murderers and rapists. That's the very first thing he did when he was running. But just the level of, of how casually it just rolls off his tongue to, you know, turn the crowd against immigrants and to label immigrants as murderers and rapists. We should never just forget the threat that that poses right there when he spreads such hatred and such venomous lies about entire groups of people. Here's just Trump. I mean, if you want to know just how strange and bizarre it is, here he's referring to uh, an area called Lima, and he goes, Lima, Lima. Here, play this clip. I saved the historic Lima Army tank plant. And I call it Lima. So after saying that, then he lies to the crowd. And so he, this is where it gets, I mean, the whole thing is super dangerous. But rather than saying Tim Ryan believes in X, Y, and Z, uh, and J.D. Vance, by the way, he barely even mentioned J.D. Vance yet. And you'll see J.D. Vance, the, the, the purpose of this rally, I suppose, was supposed to be for J.D. Vance. You wouldn't know that based on anything I just said so far because J.D. Vance was completely ignored uh, thus far. Um, but here, what Trump says about J.D. Vance's opponent, Tim Ryan, let's say Tim Ryan believes in that. And here in Ohio, we need to focus on these are the main issues that we should focus on. That's not what Trump says. Trump is far more dangerous than that. Trump literally says that Tim Ryan wants to kill you. Remember what I said earlier about the Undertaker music. And people go, well, that's weird. They're playing Undertaker music. Be the idea is to build a vision of American carnage, to view that immigrants, Democrats, rhinos are trying to kill you. They're trying to kill you. That's what he's trying to spread. And we need to get them first. They are scum. They are, that's the other rising. And they're trying to dehumanize anyone else other than those in the MAGA cult. And that's why that Undertaker music. And this is how the connective tissue here, right here when saying Tim Ryan wants to kill you. They're trying to kill you and we need to do something about it. That's what he's doing right there psychologically. Here, play this clip. He recently called on his supporters to kill, kill the MAGA movement. Then he said, oh, that's not playing well in Ohio. Let's end that. He wanted to kill. Did you see that? We have to kill MAGA. Kill MAGA. Now, if he says it, it's fine. 
If I say, we'd like to raise our voice a little bit to the radical left, he's a, he's a treasonous. It's treason. It's horrible. Oh, he's such a bad person. No, he voted to, he wanted to, and he said it very strongly, kill MAGA. I don't think it works if I say it. But you know what? We better be careful, and we better be strong, and we better be smart, because these people are coming after you, and it's not going to be good. And I don't believe we've ever had a nation that's had to endure this. This is just the phase, the stage of evolution that they're in. It's getting worse and worse. This Green New Deal is a destructive force, and it's total bullshit, I have to tell you. And then, of course, he has to go after Mitch McConnell, says Mitch McConnell is a disgrace. And then this is where he starts bringing in J.D. Vance and says, J.D. Vance, you'll need to do something about him. He's an utter disgrace. You know, of course, people like Mitch McConnell and Republicans like that, who, by the way, are very radical and extreme, but aren't as cosplay fascist extreme as MAGA, which is an absurd concept to even think how much more extreme MAGA is than someone even like a Mitch McConnell. But even like a Mitch McConnell... They don't stand up to this MAGA extremism. They let themselves be co-opted and bullied by this for the veneer and the perception of power. Not even real power because you are controlled by the MAGA extreme wing of your party and anything you believe in, any of your purported ideals, go back to what Marjorie Taylor Greene says. The Republican Party's duty is to loyally follow Donald Trump. Here, play this clip about Mitch McConnell. Mitch McConnell is a disgrace, and I hope you're going to do something about it, J.D. He's a disgrace. He could have stopped all of it. And they still have time. They'll try and pack the courts. They're trying to get rid of the filibuster. You know that. Okay, so after doing that, he finally calls J.D. Vance up to the stage. Now, J.D. Vance maybe speaks for eight minutes, says nothing of any import, barely has anything to say. But when he calls J.D. Vance up, he compares J.D. Vance to Kim Jong-un and says, you know, Kim Jong-un used to say bad things about me, but then he fell in love with me. That's kind of like J.D. Vance. J.D. Vance is like Kim Jong-un. Hey, J.D. Vance, come up on the stage. That's literally what happened. He compares J.D. Vance to Kim Jong-un, and then J.D. Vance shows up on stage. That's the introduction for the uh, MAGA Republican nominee in Ohio. Uh, people in Ohio... J.D. Vance is like Kim Jong-un. But for MAGA extremism, that's a plus. So Donald Trump views Kim Jong-un as an archetype for leadership. He believes that is that, that the obedience that people pay to Kim Jong-un, play to Kim Jong-un in North Korea, is something to be admired. Donald Trump believes that he is a leader in the fashion of Kim Jong-un here. Play this clip uh, of him calling J.D. Vance up to stage. Play the clip. This is a very important race. This is a great person who I've really gotten to know. Yeah, he said some bad things about me, but that was before he knew me, and then he fell in love. <laughs> Remember I said that about Kim Jong-un? He fell in love, and they said, oh, Trump is saying he fell in love. Actually, he did, if you want to know that. J.D., please come up and say a few words. J.D. Vance. And so J.D. Vance says nothing of, of import. It's not even, there's nothing to even say. It's a, the most indescript speech that there is. And then finally, when the speech ends, there is music that starts playing in the background. 
and it's a QAnon theme song that Trump had previously posted when he like does those 100 weird, so dangerous disinfo spreading QAnon stuff on his social media platform. Um, and there's a, a QAnon theme song of where we go one, we go all is what they, you know, is what their expression is. And there's a theme song around and they hold up one finger and at the end of the rally in the most bizarre, trance-like, cult fashion, the music plays, Trump then gives the parade of horribles that are plaguing the country that only he can fix. He paints that American carnage vision as the music plays, the QAnon music plays while he's talking over it. And then everybody in the crowd holds up the one finger where we go one. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country. And it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. We will stand up to the radical left lunatics and rhinos, and we will fight for America like no one has ever fought before. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot meet. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield. We will never give in. We will never give up. We will never, ever, ever, ever back down. As long as we are confident and united, the tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a small chance of victory. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and to God alone. My fellow citizens, this incredible journey we're on together has only just begun, and it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious American nation. So with the help of everyone here today and citizens all across our land, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. We will make America safe again. And we will make America great again. Thank you, Ohio. God bless you. Thank you, Ohio. Just beyond disturbing. When I watched this clip at first, I didn't, a number of online sleuths made the connection to that that's the QAnon theme song and that's the song that the Q, regardless though, when I watched it and just saw that music with everyone holding up the finger to their cult leader, I thought to myself, this is so dangerous. This is so frightening. This is so anti-American. This is everything America is not. And the fact that the Republican Party was so weak 
that they couldn't stand up to this clear and present threat, that they allowed MAGA to take over one of the major political parties, that they allowed a cult leader, a fascist cosplay who stands for destroying democracy, who steals top secret classified records belonging to our government, who spreads 9-11 conspiracies, who gives aid and comfort to our enemies. There is no low, there is no depths of the anti-Americanism and depravity that this cult leader, Trump, won't go. And when he said, I can shoot someone on Fifth Avenue and I'll still have support, it was it's far more frightening. He could steal top secret classified records. He can buddy up with Vladimir Putin. He could do everything that literally, it's right in front of our faces how he wants to destroy our democracy, lead an insurrection against our country. These aren't disputed issues. Anyone with half a brain and logic looking at these things can see it. But he's energized a cult and a cult that is about 10 to 15 to 20 million Americans. And the question is, can that cult rally tens of millions more and build a coalition to destroy our democracy. And what we're fighting for here, why we show you those clips, why we show you what happens at these fascist cosplay rallies is to show you all elements of it from the beginning to the middle, to the speech, to the language, to the psychology behind it, to educate us all on what's going on. Because as I mentioned, there is the silent majority, a vast silent majority are people who reject extremism, people who just want normalcy, who want to enjoy friends, colleagues, hobbies, family, go about our lives and don't want to deal with that extremism in any way, which is dangerous. We want to support democracy. But the problem sometimes with the silent majority and the problem sometimes with just wanting to go about our lives is by ignoring the existence of that fascist threat. It could continue to grow and grow and grow unless we call it out and rally the support of this country to swiftly defeat that MAGA fascism right now. The time is right now. As we head into these midterm elections, our very democracy here in the United States is on the line. There's nobody who could be on the sidelines anymore after watching what I just showed you. You can't possibly be on the sidelines. You need to do something. Whether it's letter writing, whether it's volunteering to take people where they need to go on election day, whether it is knocking on doors and supporting candidates and you know, running for local office in the future and running for local school board offices or just having conversations and sharing Midas Touch videos, you can't be on the sideline with the threat that I just showed you. You can't. The stakes are too high with what I just showed you. But I'm comfortable and confident to tell you 
if we do this together, if we rally the pro-democracy forces, Democrats, independents, people who used to identify as Republicans and still may but say that's not the party that I thought I belonged to anymore. We could rally this coalition that represents decency, stability, compassion, normalcy, democracy. That is what we fight for here in this unapologetically pro-democracy media network. If you want to continue to support what we do, we just created a Patreon account at patreon.com slash Midas Touch. That's patreon.com slash Midas Touch. We have no outside investors at all. We're fueled by you and powered by democracy. Go to patreon.com slash Midas Touch. And until next time, I'm Ben Micellis reporting on the fascist cosplay Trump rally in Youngstown, Ohio. I'll see you next time. Midas Touch is unapologetically pro-democracy. And look, we know you are too. So please make sure you check out our best-selling shirt and our best-selling gear, the unapologetically pro-democracy gear. And hey, while you're at it, make sure you check out my favorite shirt and one of our most famous designs. It wasn't rigged, you're just a loser. At store.midastouch.com. That's store.midastouch.com.